Hey guys, welcome to It's a Bit Text Life. I'm Megan and I'm your co-host along with Sheena with Not Another Vet Nurse. And we are here to bring you vet information and client information for your pet and also for all of the people in the wonderful veterinary medicine community. We are here to be your support system and we want nothing more than to be able to reach out and help you back. So if you're ready, let's get started on another episode. Let's do it. Exactly. So funny that this whole this whole episode, you guys, actually came about because I found this thing on Pinterest, and it was like um, animal parasites that you can like make into magnets. And I thought it was a really cool idea because like you could look at your fridge and be like, oh, roundworm, oh, ear mite, just kind of like constantly test yourself. <laughs> so my mom, on the other hand, goes, when we had to make those when I worked with human children, we had to have real examples of that, and I'm like. Uh, that's gross. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, wait, so how would you make them? I'm like, well, we'd have to use a picture for this because these most likely come from poop and ear mites are in the ears. But I mean, they're just so small. You can't do that to blow it up enough to see it. Mm-hmm. So no, we would have to use pictures instead of real things like you had to use. And she's like, oh, well, that's a little better. <laughs> but do you really want poop and ear mites? on your fridge even in picture form and I'm like I just think it would be a nice little test yourself review every time I go to get something out of the fridge oh my gosh that's funny and then I ended up sending the pictures and videos I had to Sheena because I thought you know somebody's gotta think this is a cool idea so that is how this episode came to be it's funny little background information it's funny though because all of these things I didn't think about until I asked and then I'm reading Mm -hmm. and I'm like yep done that been there yep said that and it's so funny because like the thing with the car the other night like I didn't even think about what a normal person would do I'm like man if I had a 20 cc syringe I could just siphon out the excess and be good to go (laughs) I guess you'll have to keep those in your purse or your car I know I'm I'm gonna have to go get me some of those yep can you imagine what the poor UPS guy would think if he had to bring me 20 cc syringes without (laughs) the needle (laughs) like what operation are you running here lady for real don't ask so well just deliver just deliver your job is to deliver yep you are (laughs) on a need to know basis my friend and you do not need to know nope (laughs) (laughs) Uh, funny hey guys this is Megan one of your hosts from it's a vet tech's life I wanted to take a quick second and tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. And trust me, I've tried several others, so believe me when I say it is the easiest. It's completely free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So it's great for busy people on the go like me. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So as you guys know, we try to do funny episodes mixed in with educational and 
everything else that needs to be a vet tech. So we kind of came up with our own twist on the jokes from Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a redneck if. So (laughs) (laughs) we made our own version and asked followers on Instagram to answer the question, you might be a vet tech if, and this is what we got. And it's kind of hilarious. It is. Oh, and I also asked our Facebook group. Awesome. So that's a lot. Of, that's also where we got some of the answers from. When I was at the, vet, the doctor the other day, it's like you might be a vet tech if I wrote on my current medications, what I took, the milligrams, and then the medical abbreviation BID, ma- meaning that I took it twice a day. Here, I do the same thing, except I put PO. <laughs> Like, by mouth. How else am I going to take it? Like, get real. Yeah. Oh, here it is. My other one. So, this is one that I texted Sheena the other night. You might be a vet tech if you overfill the car with antifreeze and your first thought is, all right, I need a 20cc syringe. Get out the needle and stat. Let's siphon the stuff out. <laughs> uh, yep. And then to take that a step further, you're like, I need this many cc's of vodka because of antifreeze poisoning. Hello. (laughs) No. But we did have quite a few on the Instagram and Facebook page. A lot of other good ones besides our crazy ones. Yes. So when I did the poll on our Facebook group, or not really poll, but when I asked the questions, um, the first one that they said was you, so you might be a vet tech if you have one or more relinquished or abandoned animals. Uh, (laughs) I think we can all agree that that is most likely true for like 99% of us. Yes. I think I've tried, I've mentioned a few times, I've been in the field since April of 2019. It is now December of 2019. I think I've tried to bring home at least seven animals of various species. And I'm now in a live animal ban. So that's yeah. the only reason this one does not apply to me. Yeah. But it I... definitely would have otherwise. Oh, God. Most of mine, because I was in Las Vegas when I did a lot of my teching years, but I've taken home two cats, and I want to say two dogs, and, like, most of them went with my grandparents. But, yeah. And they've always been, like, like box kittens. Like, oh, the stranded box of kittens on the side of the road. Or, oh, I can't let that go to the pound, so here, come to my house. Yes. <sighs> I text my mom numerous times. I'm like, look at the cat. She's like, it's cute. Leave it where you found it. <laughs> Girl, I was one cat away from being crazy cat lady. So it was it was time for me to reel it in. So <laughs> it was bad. Uh, the, the cat that I do have, I actually went out in the woods and found her because I heard her like meowing out there as a kitten. And my mom's like, don't go in the woods. You'll get bit by a snake. And I'm like, but I hear a cat. No. <laughs> oh. So another one that we got was, you might be a vet tech if you know that laundry is all caught up is code for it. Today has been slow, but you will never say the latter out loud because doing so will obviously jinx the rest of the day. I feel that one to my core right yes. now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hate it when people would come in and be like, oh, it's really quiet in here today. I'm like, shush. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is true, we- though. Like, you're calling the bad juju. Stop it. Yeah, no, please don't. Please don't call those bad people. But no, for real. I mean, when you're busy, you don't have time to do laundry. No. I mean, and then, of course, when it's the S word, you have nothing but time. But ain't nobody, exactly. trying, to make it, ain't nobody trying to make it busy. No, because busy means sick animals. And <laughs> nobody wants that. <laughs> no. Do you want that responsibility on you? No. No. No, especially not on my Friday. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, let's see. So um, you might be a vet tech if you never say how good a vein looks before you do a draw or a catheter. And that kind of <laughs> that ties into the uh, the one we just talked about because you don't jinx what you're about to do. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. not it. You're not gonna get that vein. So I even like I thought it sometimes. I'm like. Mm, yep. Stop it. Nope. Stop that thought right now. I have to. I'm so bad that I used to like, I would always go, like if I was going to put in a catheter, I always had to have two because I was like, <laughs> if I have one, I'm thinking that I'm going to hit that vein. So no, I got to have two so that I don't jinx myself. Like I was, it was bad. I was really bad. Being a vet tech will make you superstitious. Oh, it's so bad. You might be a vet tech if you visit a friend's house and look in the dog or cat's mouth to see if they need a dental. Oh, my God. I did this last night. I do this all, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Uh, my, my boyfriend's dog has, like, it's an Australian Shepherd. And so it's coloring is really, even in its ears, it's coloring is really, really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got some black spots, and I'm, like, looking, and I'm, like, is this, like, do we need to clean the ears? And then I'm, like, no, it's just, that's just the skin. And mm-hmm. so, he was looking in mouth the other night, and I was, like, oh, my God, why are his gums black? But why are the rest <laughs> pink? And he's, like, Megan, that's just, like, everything else with his skin. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> I'm, like, sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm constantly, like, looking over people's animals. Me, too. I'm trying to think. As there was somebody's animal that I looked at recently. I can't remember. And I looked, I just did it out of instinct. And I was like, oh, my bad. Sorry. Forgot. Every like, little thing that happens, I'm like, have we eaten? Have we pooped? Have we peed? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Um, let's see. You might be a vet tech if you ask, hey, guys, whose poop is this? So true. Oh, my God. First of all, if you bring back a, a bag of poop without a name on it, I'm going to yell at you. There's that. Please label it. Oh, my gosh. You label it. Oh, that's, yeah. Otherwise, it's going to go in the trash. And, uh, but, yeah, definitely, definitely yelled, whose poop is this? And probably a little bit louder than I should have. Yeah, I definitely thought there are times where we've been in the middle of something and somebody pooped on the floor. And it's like, hey, guys, whose poop was this? Do we need a sample of it or can I clean it oh up? My, I know. I know. Do I need to save this or can I go in the trash? <laughs> <laughs> can I just go ahead and clean it up or do we need it for something? Oh, that is so, or maybe like, even if they're not there for that, is this not due for a fecal? Cause <laughs> we got, should we just collect it anyway? Cause I <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, I've actually, we've actually done that before. Just ran a fecal because the dog gave it to us. Oh, I think I have too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we might as well. I mean, it's just like, it's a complimentary stool sample, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you might be a vet tech if you accidentally use your talking to animals voice on human children. Yeah. Tell me you don't do that to your son. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, my son and my dog, they get the same voice. They yeah. get the they get the mom voice. Oh. Other people's dogs, like I go to my boyfriend's house and I'm like, hi, baby. Hi, and they come home and I'm like, all right, who chewed it? Who's in trouble? <laughs> Uh, that is funny though, because I do have a different animal voice talking to other people's dogs mm-hmm. than, than I do to my own. That is- yeah, because with your own, you've got to be mom. Yep, that is very true. Yeah, like my 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 two kids, my dog and my my actual kids, had yeah. a debate the other day. Like he came up and he just hugged his brother, and I'm like, "That's so sweet. You're loving your bubba. Way to be gentle." 
but <laughs> my dog had a sweater on because he's got that skin issue and he's always cold. Oh. And my son realized if he touched the sweater, the dog would get mad. Oh, jeez. So they started fighting. He kept like, stop trying to take off your brother's sweater. Do not growl at your brother. Do not, don't mess with your brother's sweater. Be, be sweet to your brother. This is not nice. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just losing my mind. Uh, sounds like me, except both of mine are dogs. <laughs> I don't have a human child, but I do have to talk to them like that. Like, Barrett, stop pumping your sister, you know? like. <laughs> yeah, I don't say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But, I mean, it gets a little awkward here sometimes. I don't know. All right. You might be a vet tech if you open string cheese with a sterile technique. Now... <laughs> I got to say, how else would you open a string cheese, though? Like, you have to open it that way, right? That's kind of true, yeah. But at the same time, like, I do, I do do this. I do that, so I don't know. Yeah, like, if you, if you, like, purposely make sure nothing touched, like, because sometimes I'll, like, have to pull one side and then pull the other. Oh. But sometimes you can, like, perfectly open it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess I never really thought about it, because I... My husband, my husband thinks I'm weird when I eat string cheese because, you know, how most people eat string cheese, they pull the strings off and eat it. Well, mm-hmm. I just eat it like a stick of cheese. You just bite it? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So he's always, he's always making fun of me. So I'm just I like, do that too, though. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like pulling the strings off is too much work for me. You know, it's I'm kind of pointless. Yeah. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> So, you might be a vet tech if you refer to your upcoming hysterectomy as a spay. (laughs) I laughed so hard when I saw that because I can just imagine someone saying it to their doctor, like, so nonchalantly, (laughs) you know, like, Mm -hmm. a a regular conversation. You're like, oh, crap. I mean, my hysterectomy. (laughs) Yeah. And the doctor looking at you like, you're what? I had a um, client ask me one time if his dog could be, ne- if he had to wait for his dog to get out of heat before it could be neutered. Mm, I mean, that's the wrong. Yeah, I, I had to with a straight face be like, sir, male dogs don't go into heat. No, not that I know of. I mean, maybe there's something I'm missing. And everybody in the back room, I can hear them laughing. I'm like, please don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, okay, you might be a vet tech if you can't watch the live action Lion King without eyeballing all the lion's veins. Oh my god, I have you seen the the Lion King, the new one? No, I haven't, but I really want to now. Okay, it's it's good. I loved it because I love Lion King. Um, but it's true, like all the veins, I could see them, and I was like, that would be that's just like a such full, good practice. That's a dream right there. Yeah, so <laughs> it is pretty. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. So you might be a vet tech when you take your young nephew to Chuck E. Cheese's and wonder if you need to bring his record. <laughs> this one also cracked me up. Oh my God. Do I need to prove he's been vaccinated? <laughs> of course, in this day and time. I was just going to say, in today's day and age, you might have to. I don't know. But, oh my God, I thought that was so funny. Oh, because that's that hilarious. Be, that would be something I would do because I don't have kids. You know, and I'd probably take like someone's nephew, take my nephew or niece or whatever and be like, um, do I need to bring your record? <laughs> <laughs> do I need to prove that you've been vaccinated and you've had your medicine? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was, that was one of my favorite ones. I like that one. Uh, okay. So you might be a vet tech if 
you automatically do a basic physical exam and body condition score on all of your family and friends, <laughs> which goes right along there with the dental. But yes, yes. Guilty. Guilty. I'm especially the, the body condition score. Yes. Because I'm thinking, oh my God, you're overweight or you're, you need a sandwich. I mean, something. Yeah. But that is factual. It's so true. Mm -hmm. You might be a vet tech if someone asks a general animal question and everyone in the room turns around and looks at you. Oh my God. Yep. Yep. Definitely me. Or I always get people, not that I mind because, you know, I, it's my career and it's what I know a lot about, but like people always message me, Hey, my dog has this. Can you tell me what this is? Or what do you think? Or my dog did, I don't know, looked at me weird. Is this okay? And I'm just <laughs> like, Oh my God. Yes. Or go to your vet or whatever. But it's, yeah, I get that all the time. So the next two that I, that are, that we have here are ones that have, that are actually from me because first of all, I have some sort of OCD. I don't know. But anyways, the first one that I have, it says you might be a vet tech if you lay towels down with a sterile technique. (laughs) And what, I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was taking the dogs out and it was raining and I went to lay the towel down to um, dry or lay out or something. And it, it, Megan, you, I don't know if you know or not, but like when you lay sterile towels down, you, you kind of have to like cup your hands in, Mm -hmm. you will, so that the, the wrap wraps around your hand and you don't like Mm -hmm. reach that sterile field. Yeah. And so I do that even, even when I'm like trying to like lay towels down to fold, like, I don't know, I can't break the habit. It drives me nuts. But regardless, I lay my towels down so that my hands don't touch something. (laughs) You might be a vet tech if you dry your hands, like you just scrubbed into surgery. Uh, Have you scrubbed into surgery before? Uh, No, but I've been taught to. Okay. So you know how you like have to dry your hands? So you dry your hands finger by finger, and then you flip the towel on the other side and you dry those fingers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do that every time. I don't know what it is. I can't break myself of it. I wash my hands like I'm scrubbing into surgery. Like I was was taught the human way. I haven't gone through surgical stuff in my Mm -hmm. schooling yet for animals, but for humans, like when we wash our hands, you, um, and I don't know if it's the same, you, uh, you do your hands, you do the outside, the inside, whatever, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to your fingernails, you kind of like scrub them on the inside of your palm to clean Uh up your nails. I still do that. I was washing my son's hands the other day, and I made him do that. And I'm like, okay, this is too much. (laughs) Yeah. Although he probably needed it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I've scrubbed into a lot of surgeries, um, and so maybe that's why. And I've had to, like, do the sterile field and prep it for the doctor. So Mm -hmm. I think maybe I just got a little too used to it. (laughs) My thing, um, I'm used to using gloves a lot, having come from the human medical field Uh so I was um dyeing my hair darker the other day because it completely didn't match and I've been trying to go back to my natural dark color Uh and I was like dark I can do it home I don't need to go anywhere so I had my gloves on and if you've ever dyed your hair dark because I know your hair is blonde so if you ever dyed your hair dark if you touch it it's not like if you touch like blonde or light color dye light color dye is not going to stain you dark Uh color dye is going to stain your body wherever it touches yeah. so I'm taking off my gloves after rinsing it out of my hair and I go to hand them to my mom and I take one off inside out and then I just uh-huh. like scoop my fingers under the other glove and pull it off and wrap both gloves up 
and hand it to her. So that the gloves that I hand her, she's holding the inside of one glove. Uh-huh. And she looks at me and she goes, how very medical professional of you. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I just did that without even thinking, didn't I? Uh, what's funny is I knew that you I, – I knew you were going to say that. And then I could, like, visualize it happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so – Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> that's so vet tech of you. I know, right? Mm-hmm. So you might be a vet tech if you pre-med yourself with ibuprofen. <laughs> I can't even say it. Sorry. Before having any alcohol. Oh. <laughs> Whoever. I can't remember who. I wouldn't say their name anyway, but I can't remember who wrote this. But I just want to, like, give them a high five right now. <laughs> it's so smart. <laughs> Oh, I wish I had done that the other night because we had a Christmas party and I got, I went a little too cray cray. (laughs) Yeah. So this next one's actually kind of so fitting that I ended up being the one to get this one. (laughs) You might, (laughs) you might be a vet tech. If you have to remind yourself, 99.6 on a human child is not normal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's see. It actually is kind of normal. They don't consider that a fever. Well, I mean, I guess technically 98.6. So if it's 99, it's still a little high. So I mean, I I can kind of see that. Recently, I think it was on my husband and I had to, or no, a friend of mine posted on Facebook, who was also a vet tech, and she wrote that her kid had a fever of like 101. And I had to remind myself that that's not <laughs> normal for a person. But in my head, I'm like, oh, that's totally normal for a dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that one, that one makes a little bit, that one's a little more obvious than the 99.6, but still. Yeah. But, but still, it is something that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, this one is also Megan, because I already talked to you about it. Um, you might be a vet tech if you have photos of ear mites or other parasites on your phone and it's completely normal, Megan. I thought it was completely normal. Yeah. Well, no, it's true. I mean. I mean, I sent him to you. I was kind of, I was like, oh, look what I just found in here. And everybody else I showed was like wanting to vomit. Yeah. And you think it's, I think the better thing is, is if you might be a vet tech, if you have those on your phone and you send them to another vet tech and they guilty. don't think, they don't think it's gross. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm also guilty, but I don't know. So you might be a vet tech if you look at human medical charts to see if they are spayed <laughs> or neutered. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have to actually admit. So this one is kind of funny for me because when I worked at a, at a, well, when I, I worked at a podiatry clinic after I left the last vet clinic I worked at and I would go to put in like their information, new patients or whatever. And I would always go first. I would always go to look and see if they're male or female. Like I thought that was like a something I had to check <laughs> just from being like a vet tech. I'm like, oh, male, female. And then also the spade and neuter. So I relate to this 100 percent because yeah. it's hard going from that to human medicine. And you're like, whoa, I don't need to worry about that. Exactly. It's so weird. You might be a vet tech if someone says, what's that smell? And you need them to be more specific because it could be poop you stepped in or the anal glands you had expressed on you or the dog that pissed on you. So true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it is true. I've actually been told to change before because I smell so bad from having to do wound care that nobody can stand to be around me. Oh, no. It wasn't our fault. He was a sick pupper. He had an oh, infection. That's 
sad. My husband used to tell me that I used to, not that I smelled bad, but like you could tell that I worked in an animal hospital. You know? I always feel like I smell like a dog, <laughs> even yeah. after I shower. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, if you'd quit loving on the dog, I'm like, well, he's a stray. He needs love. I can't help he's infected. Oh, I mean, it's also part of the job. So Yeah, I'm a sucker. Mm-hmm. So you might be a vet tech if you go to hang out with your non-vet med friends and ask if their dogs insanely long nails need trimming and how short can you go? <laughs> uh, I got to say I do this almost every animal I see. I always mm-hmm. look at their nails and I'm like, can I trim those? We, yeah. need, to, we need to trim those. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, will your dog let you trim his nails? It's not pretty. I was going to ask because it's a chihuahua. And so I immediately think, no, he's got to be a shithead. Only, especially when my dad's home. Oh. Because he knows that if he screams, like, he has screamed when I touched his paw. Oh, my God. And he knows if he does that my dad's home, my dad's like, leave the dog alone. What are you doing at the dog? Oh, no. You've trained him. I know. I'm like, or he's trained you. So now I just, like, take him in the back room and I'm like, I don't care what you hear. Do not come back here. Your dog is fine. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And he looks at me, and I look at him, and I'm like, we're going to do this, and you're going to shut up and like it. <laughs> and he looks at me like, well, fine. I'm not going to talk to you for the rest of the night. I'm like, okay, go pout. <laughs> go eat a crayon. <laughs> <laughs> but she did eat a crayon. I know. Uh, okay, this next one is <laughs> kind of funny, too. You might be a vet tech if your furless child takes medicine out of an oral syringe. Or you say things like furless child. <laughs> uh, I think that's the best part when you say things like furless child. My mom calls them grand dogs. That's what I call them. I call, well, yeah, my gra- my mom calls them that too. And I'll say, here's your grand dogs. And I'll be like, here's your grandma. And they, mm-hmm. they know. So you might be a vet tech if you try to help the phlebotomist when you get your own blood drawn. How appropriate. Do you do that? Oh, yes. <laughs> Even more so because I'm actually a phlebotomist. Exactly. On top of doing veterinary medicine. Yeah. I can see <clears> you <throat> telling them where to go and you're not doing that right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to go here. They try to go on my hand and I'm like, do not do that. Oh, I don't like If that. you value your life, don't do it. I don't like that. I have scar tissue in my hand. So, like, needles don't bother me. You can poke me all day long. I'm not going to cry. I've got, like, yeah. five tattoos. I've had... I get IVs every six weeks for my Crohn's treatments. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. But if you put an IV in my hand, I will start crying. Something about it. I it hurts of, that bad. Yeah, it does. It's just more, I don't know. There's just not enough skin or meat or something. I don't know. Well, mine are just jacked up because I used to could have IV catheters in my hand, but mm. there's just too much scar tissue and damage from when I was sick as a kid. So. Oh, yeah. That makes it painful. Yeah. All right. So you might be a vet tech if you enjoy doing anal glands <laughs> because I love anal glands. It's, it's actually kind of satisfying. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It is so, yeah, I like them. I mean, I like the smell, but I like to do it too. So, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. This next one is so me, <laughs> but um, you might be a vet tech if you secretly judge people's pet food choices in the supermarket. Guilty. Yep. Super guilty. Like if I see, if I see Alpo in your, in your cart, I'm so sending evil vibes your way. If I see Oroy oh, in your cart, I am judging you hardcore. That's another one. Yep. Yep. I, I can't. Yeah. Um. Let's see. <laughs> you might be a vet tech if when your truck acts up, you look at the dashboard thinking vitals look great. So what the heck is wrong with you? 
Uh, yep if i didn't have my husband to help me with this this yeah this is totally something i would do very true (laughs) (laughs) you might be a vet tech if you take your own temp and it's 101 and you shrug it off as normal yep there you go temperature one again it's it's so true it is and you just have to remind yourself it's not normal for you no you're a human (laughs) oh This one's similar to what we've already said, but you might be a vet tech. If when reviewing your own paperwork for the doctor, you find, (laughs) this is yours. (laughs) If you find you wrote female spade for sex. (laughs) That's not mine. Oh, oh, I thought you said, I thought you did that. My bad. No, you didn't do that one. (laughs) Oh, that would have been funny if you did though. (laughs) I would have admitted to it if I did. (laughs) You might be a vet tech if you have used vet wrap to hold your own hair up. Also guilty. And not only vet vet wrap, but I've also used like brown gauze. I'm just irritated that I haven't thought about this yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, vet vet wrap tends to get caught in your hair. So I mean you get a little more class, you get a little more classy with, you know, the brown gauze, but True. whatever works for you. Um again with the veins, but you might be a vet tech if you get excited to see big veins. I mean <laughs> like big veins that I can't not laugh. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> it's so true. Mm-hmm. You might be a vet tech if your daughter knows how to correctly scruff a cat. Now that is talent. That that is talent. Teaching them young. I respect that. <laughs> um, let's see. You might be a vet tech if you have veterinary supply ice packs and put them in your own kids' lunch boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now that, my friends, is smart. That's funny. Because <laughs> uh, those things are nice. And they are they can be expensive, but, I mean, they give you, like, a million of them. Especially, like, the ones that um aren't plastic. They're, like, that little fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Feel you. You might be a vet tech if you accidentally call parents of actual human children owners. Oh, my God. I'm going to just flat out admit that I've done this a lot more than I should <laughs> I have it's so I'm so so bad about it and I don't mean to but I do um oh god thankfully this has not happened to me in 10 years of being a tech you might be a vet tech if you find feces in your pocket and don't even blink I don't know I think I might blink a little bit <laughs> you're, you're not gonna just find feces in your pocket and be like ah, eh, whatever <laughs> I think I'd just be like oh crap <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. You might be a vet tech if you remove your bra at the end of the day and nail trimmings fall out. Yep. Been there. And nothing is worse than when you have, like, done a nail trim and you feel it in there. And you're like, you can't oh, find God, it. I can't find it. But you can't take your bra off at work. So you're, like, struggling. Ugh. Oh, that's when you go to the bathroom. Like, I have to go to the bathroom right now. Yeah, that's true. That's if you go to the bathroom and do the shakedown. I, yeah. That's if you got time. That's true. You might have time. Um. All right. This I've most definitely done. You might be a vet tech if you have ever eaten your food with a tongue depressor. Done it. Million times. I wish I'd have thought of that when I couldn't find a spoon that day. Mm-hmm. Yep done it you can also like cut a piece of cake if you got cake in the break room you know you can use it for pretty much anything so you're very versatile piece of equipment very versatile so you're welcome (laughs) you might be a vet tech if you have ever told a human child to sit (laughs) have you ever i was gonna ask if you've done that guilty 
that's hysterical. He doesn't listen that well, though. <laughs> oh. They don't train as easy. Oh, well, that sucks. Um, You might be a vet tech if you wash your hands before going to the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. Because God knows what's on them. Yep. I got to say, I've, I've definitely done that. Especially after something gross. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But you know what I keep finding funny about all of these when we refer to, like, kids is that we don't call them kids or children, but human children, <laughs> human child. <laughs> We have to differentiate between the the fur, <laughs> fur babies. <laughs> uh, you might be a vet tech if you say you're going in for a post-op recheck for your spay incision after delivering a human child via C-section. <laughs> there we are with the human child. <laughs> and the spay. And the spay. Uh, maybe she was spayed. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Some people, they're like, get the rest of that shit out of there while you're in there. I tried, but they told me no. Oh, I think it, I think you have to ha- be like a certain age, don't you? Yeah. Oh. I don't, I don't. That's a whole nother thing, but that should not be up to them. But anyways. Soapbox. Yep, soapbox. Um, let's see. You might be a vet tech if your pe- pediatrician re- prefers you to restrain the kids because your technique is better than the nurse did. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Like, I will, I put whatever it is in a headlock like that. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I don't. I wouldn't know because I don't have kids, so that's funny. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you might be a vet tech if you can't go to a social event without someone asking you how to treat their pet's problems at home without going to the vet. Literally just had this happen at the Christmas party I was at. <laughs> or it was my husband's Christmas party. Not that I mind or that I care, but it definitely was like, it happened. how do you do this? Or, or I find myself wanting to address the problems with their dogs. Like, oh, well, what is he doing? And how often is he doing it? Well, have you done this? Well, what are you doing? Or, you know, like just totally, I'm just egging it on by asking. So, <laughs> so guilty. Um, and the last one, you might be a vet tech. If you tell the new employee, I'm not running unless someone or something is dying. So if you see me run, you run after me because that is code for I'm going to need help. <laughs> that is true. It's so true. And I don't know that I've ever told a new hire that, but it's probably something I should have told them. Yeah. Because I don't run. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, because I feel like as a new hire, you run for everything. Because I remember running a lot at the beginning and everybody being like, why are you running? Right. And I'm just like, I'll get there when I get there. They're not dying. <laughs> oh, man. And like the longer I've been in the field, if I'm running, it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for answering our questions and being a part of this podcast. We absolutely love it when you guys answer our questions and interact with us so that we can make you part of this journey as well mm-hmm. so thank you and hopefully we have a lot more fun things like this in the future where we can all interact together yep I just added one actually so <laughs> we'll, awesome. have, we'll have more out there that's great so keep an eye on our instagrams for more ways to interact with us in the future for our next episodes <laughs> Thank you all for listening to another episode of It's a Vet Tech's Life. If you want to reach out and be on the show or have your voice heard, you can reach out to us online. If you don't have a particular story to tell but would like us to cover a topic, we are here for that as well. You can reach out to us by our Facebook groups. 
on Twitter at Megan Noel Pod P O D. You can reach Megan on Instagram at the Megan Noel or at Megan Noel Podcasts. In addition, you can find me at Not Another Vet Nurse and going to be at Humbert Sheena H U M B E R T. S-H-E-N-A for my personal account. Thank you guys so much. And we appreciate you tuning in week after week.